Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the We Talk Next podcast, episode 21. I'm your host, Moneymaker Chris, and joined as always by Miss Kita Hubbard. Kita, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well, Chris. Still fighting the cold, but I'm here. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah, it's that time of the year. A lot of people getting sick and everything. Just hope you feel better. Thank you, sir. I've been fighting for two weeks now, but uh, it's on and off, but... Uh... It's good to be back again here for another podcast discussing our favorite uh, wrestling organization. Oh, yes, 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 most definitely. Talking some wrestling. Um, Before we get started, uh, any news or anything that you heard over the week that you wanted to discuss on this episode before we get started with the recaps and stuff? Um, It's kind of new, but it happened. Sorry. It's kind of new that happened at the event of AEW Full Gear. Cody Rose got busted open, and he has like a huge gash on uh, on his face, I believe, on his left oh, side. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. it looked like he has a new eyebrow, but uh, according to uh, AEW Twitter, he is not able to compete for a little while. So we'll see when he will compete. Uh, other than that, I have no news for you. Yeah, I don't really have any other news. Um, either. Um. Well, let's talk a little bit about uh Full Gear. Did you get to watch the Full Gear show yesterday or no? Uh, no, I watched it today. Uh, it was on and off the website I was using. You already know what it is, and it's like it was kept skipping, and it was having like mm-hmm. so many issues. So, but I saw a majority of it, and uh, I really liked the pay per view. I didn't watch this week's uh, AEW show. It's been a long week, so I attempted to watch the pay-per-view and i'm glad i watched the pay-per-view mm-hmm. versus like um the the tv show because i didn't want to sit there and watch like seven hours of wrestling yeah no, in NXT. It's like so it's so much wrestling to try to keep, try to keep football. I, I totally understand that exactly totally understand that. but uh the matches i wanted to real quick if i could just give like a brief recap did you watch it yeah 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 i don't know i i didn't get to watch i've I been busy myself this week okay but uh, we had the uh, opening. I didn't watch the. I think it's called the buy-in. I didn't watch that, but I know uh, Doctor Britt Baker defeated uh, Bay Presley. She won by submission. But um, the main card I watched was Santina Ortiz. First of all, when Jim Ross on the commentary say their name, it felt like it's just one name to me. I think they need last names <laughs> because it's just like yeah, it feel like it's one person when you know when he uh, discussed their names. And now uh, they defeated for Young Bucks. Very good match. It was just so long. I mean, of course, like if you look at the car, you see how many matches on there. But it was really long. It, it was dragging a little bit, but it was a good match. It mm-hmm. was a really good match. Um, Heyman Page defeated for Bash the Park. I get. I I saw the ending of this one. I didn't get to watch the beginning because the whole screening wasn't working for me. But it looked like it was a decent match. Um, Sean Spears defeated Joey Janela. It was an okay match. It wasn't nothing like, you know, go back and watch. But I do like the growth of from Tyler Dillinger to Sean Spears. He's a more of a darker character. So I do mm-hmm. like him in AEW. Um, AEW tag team title match, the champions is a SCU. We got the SCU boo chance. That was funny. Um, it is Scorpius guy. He was looking like, what the fuck? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, private party uh versus the Lucha Road. It was a no triple threat tag team match, and it was a really good match. Um, it felt like everybody had a spot in the match, but it felt like the Lucha Bros got even more over than they already are. Um, I think mm-hmm. this match was supposed to be 
building up Scorpio Sky and Private Party, it came off a little bit like that. But it felt like the Lucha Bros like took over the shine during that match. Um, mm-hmm. AEW Women's Title Match. Um, the champions Rio uh, versus her mentor. I think her name Emma. And it was a mm-hmm. pretty good match. Um, I kind of tuned out of the AEW women matches for some reason. I don't know why. It's just that mm-hmm. they just need more depth, I guess, in that division. Um, mm-hmm. AEW World Title Match. Uh, the champion uh, Chris Jericho defeated Cody Rose. Um, basically, so this match was long too. Most of these matches were long as hell. This one, if you know Chris Jericho back in the day, he was more fan page. You know, he's an older man now, so the match. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, the match was more slower, so it was based like an old school match. It told a good story. Cody Rose, he dive out the ring. I don't know if you ever saw WCW ramps. It was like a straight ramp. ECW is like a straight ramp that like basically matched oh, the ring. Yeah, yeah. They had that, mm-hmm. and then he dive, and I thought he cut himself over like on purpose, but he didn't, right. and he like it's it's like the steel. And he literally his face went right into it, so it bust up his uh Ooh. his face. And then Jim Ross was talking about his ribs, like he hurt his rib too, um from the angle we kept seeing. But it was a um a good match back and forth. Chris Jericho is a great heel, but you could tell like age is catching up with him. And then you had um I call him Swagger, okay? He was at ringside. MSJ was ringside, and then I think he did something to Cody, and that's how um. The referee Aubrey, she got rid of him. She's over. She got to be the most over referee in AEW. Oh, and definitely, without question. She got a lot. She gets a whole lot of attention. She definitely does. And then, like he, he bounced because he has to go. And Chris Jericho, you know, he takes over. And then, like he did the walls of Jericho. So basically, he did the walls of Jericho. But you know how he always do the one where he put his knee in your face and he kept kicking oh, yeah. them because. Yeah, Cody yeah. went through a lot of like you know suffering, so it, uh, MFJ put um, the towel in, and I was sitting there like, wow, like, I didn't because I avoid spoilers. I, I did so well with that Chris this time, and I'm like, That's whoa, good, good. I'm like, wait a minute. So he, I, I had a feeling he wasn't gonna win. It was like how he wasn't gonna win was my question. Right, right, right. And exactly. then right, and then I'm just like, okay, and he throws the towel in or whatever, and then he's um, and then this jerk on this like. Okay, you know, he bounced out. You know, they celebrating on top of the stage, you know, with his uh, family. And, well, you know, in a circle. And then they go back to the ring, and then you see Cody, he pops back up, and he's telling MJ why. MJ is on his, you know, knees or whatever, crying. He's like, you know, I'm sorry, I had to use, I'm getting beat up. And then Cody Rose, you know, picked him up or whatever, but he glances at the mom. Oh, by the way, Jericho was talking trash to Cody's mom, and she hit him a couple times. That was funny. Oh wow! Uh, watching that spot, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Cody, he got him. I said, "It's cool, it's cool." And then MFJ, the heel of him, you know, kicks him in the balls, and then he's like, "Basically, it's all about me." I mean, I kind of saw it coming. He was turning. It just when was the question? I mean, he's a great heel, MFJ. If you ever saw him in MRW, you would know what he's all about. So I guess it'll be him and Cody, and I can see this for you going for at least like a whole year if they do it properly with these two. Um, I like the match overall. The ending kind of shocked me. So now, Cody Rose can never challenge for the AEW Championship. You know, they yeah, always... I heard the stipulation. Yeah, I right. heard about that. So they probably, you know, they probably gonna swerve it. And then uh, I remember a couple of weeks ago we talked about that with uh, Tim Storm on the uh, NWA Power too. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you know, it's kind of like you know, in the same uh, like two month span, you know, two 
people threaten they will never get an opportunity to title if they lose. So I do like that. Um, the main event, oh my god, unsanctioned match, John Marston defeated Kenny Omega. This is the match you need to go back and watch, Chris. Um, these two tore it down. I'm not a Kenny Omega fan, but it was a good match, great match. It was long, too. Some of these matches are so long, but it's just like, you know, it's a pay-per-view, they're going to do that. It didn't feel like mm-hmm. a Triple H match. It didn't feel like that. In the, in the little beginning, it was kind of like slow when it picked up. It's basically hardcore. You had glass. Remember a couple of weeks ago, they went to the glass, I guess. Kenny Omega mm-hmm. saved the glass. and He put it in the ring. You had mouse traps. You had the barbed wire, multiple um different things, a form of barbed wire. You had the baseball bat. I mean, this match was crazy. It was just like, boom. He goes back. He goes back. And I was so surprised that Kenny Omega actually did a good job. Like, you know, to go. Because when you look at Kenny Omega, he normally have like, Wrestling matches, not like death matches, and John like Moxley brawling type matches, right? Type type matches. Exactly, and John Moxley, you know how he does. He did a wonderful job. You know, he's just a crazy man or whatever. But I love the story. It was a good story between them. It felt like oh, they did the spot with the. Remember how Champa and Uncle Grino did the spot with the ring with the wood? They did that. Oh, and, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did that spot, and that's basically how um I would say the Ambro John Moxley won the match, and it was a. It was a really good match in the main event to show, too. So, I'm glad again that main event versus the Cody Rose situation. So, but this match was unsafe. I think it's called the Lights Out match. So, I really liked the match. It tells a good story, but it felt like it was missing a little bit of emotion. I guess the champion, Johnny Gagarin, was more personal than this one is. But I wish they had mm-hmm. a little bit of emotion in this match. But it was a good match. I think you really liked it. Okay, cool, cool. That's awesome. Like I said, I definitely heard um good things about it, and I did see the um MJF uh, heel turn at the end. I, that, that's gonna be good. Did you see the um the fan through the water on him? Did you see that? Yeah, I, I did. I forgot. So yeah, I saw that, and he just shook it off. <laughs> I know he just, he, just, he just shook it off. That's that's. I'm looking forward to that. That's gonna be a really good feud with them. And like I said, I definitely want to go back and watch that Omega and Moxie match. They sound like they they tore a house down. It seems like. Yeah, it was a really good match. Even the Cody Rhodes match, it was good. It just it somehow was just long, like for no reason. Like the tag team, I think. I mean, I get it's a championship match. You want to give them time. I kind of forget when I saw the matches on the card, but it's like when NXT does it, it, it don't feel long to me. When they have like you know matches on like a uh, pay per view, but I mean they still testing the waters of a you know under the AEW umbrella, so I give them an opportunity. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. That sounds pretty good. So I think it's a pretty good show overall. Yeah, overall I give it a B plus, A minus in that range. It wasn't bad. It's just a little long. The matches last. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Sounds good to me. Alrighty, let's get into some NXT. Um, like I said, we talked last week about they got the they got the whole invasion thing going on, and last um last week on the SmackDown and everything with them, you know, having the travel issues, kind of NXT kind of taking over and everything. And then, of course, we got more of it on Raw this week. You know, the Undisputed Era showed up, and then of course, you know, Triple H trying to convince Seth Rollins to join. NXT and I think I think on SmackDown we saw the Imperium they showed up with Walter and those guys showing up. Um, how you, I know we talked a little bit about it on the Keaton and Jay show we talked about it here too. How are you feeling so far about this whole invasion thing with um 
kind of going on, I guess, two weeks now with NXT kind of invading Raw and SmackDown and then kind of tying into this week's show as well. Uh, it's still, I'm still trying to get adjusted to the two-hour show we have every week. So the takeover, I mean, I guess it's like settled like all the superstars are back from overseas now. So now we were getting the nitty-gritty uh, each storyline. The one that is like I really like is the, the women's one with Becky and Shayna Baszler. The only thing yeah. is, you know, you kind of put down Bailey, like Jay said. And, but mm-hmm. I really like that storyline, so I'm, I'm waiting to see what happens with that. And maybe Ronda Rousey come back, too, um, you know, because WrestleMania is on its way. Um, yeah. Here, I didn't watch that, so I don't know really what happened with that. But, I mean, overall, it's supposed to be Survivor Series, you know. We, back in the day, used to be pumped up for Raw and SmackDown. And, like, for a long time, it's been very stale, but... It don't feel like it's going to be a lot of five on five, um, because you get like championships, like uh, like the tag team champions in the match, one for SmackDown, one for NXT, one for Raw. You know, going against each other. It's not like a a traditional five on five. So I'm wondering what individuals going to be in this traditional five on five. Because right now we just getting like it, it don't feel like Survivor. I'm trying to think what pay per view was like. Um. Bragging rights. That's what it feel like more with me. This survivor series. Mm-hmm. I know it's the same thing, but if like how mm-hmm. they producing it, like oh, you know your women's champion gonna go gets the other women's champion. Oh, your tag team champion gonna go to the other, you know the other tag team champions. And that's what it mm-hmm. feel like mm-hmm. to me. But overall, it's pretty cool. I just don't. It just feel like after survivor series, we will still get the main roster. I know what Champa said. It is the main roster next team. But I'm just saying from the actually right main roster, it feel like we're gonna get more. Invasions versus just Survivor Series, and I hope we do not because you're taking the the Ashton concept of NXT, what it's all about, and you're just dragging it from like Raw or SmackDown to NXT. I don't want to see that. So after Survivor Series, I want to go back to normal. Yeah, I I agree with you. I mean, it's cool. Like I said, it's cool seeing some of you know the NXT people you know get their shine you know on Raw and SmackDown. It's cool, like I said, seeing the undisputed era. And everything on Raw and everything. But like I say, after, you know, after, you know, Survivor Series and everything, you know, like I say, you want to see, this is like, it's like a temporary thing. They're doing this solely for Survivor Series. Once that's over, they're just going to go back to the same old thing. It's not going to be a thing that's going to continue on. I don't see them doing that. But like I say, I would definitely, like, thought they were going to do more of the traditional Survivor Series. That might with the 5 and 5 teams. Like, you know, the champions versus the champions. I think they should definitely go that route. But it doesn't seem like they're going that route. And I haven't, um heard anything them like doing any of the traditional like five matches like the five on five matches so i, I don't i don't know i mean it's still yeah. some time but it's just some time to kind of figure that out but like now it's just like it's just the champions versus the champions basically. you know what not bragging a little bit bragging right i mean it's, it's the same thing in survivor series night of champions that's what it felt like ah <laughs> uh, uh, yeah there you go there you go there you go night of champions yeah but um yeah, but yeah, I guess it's gonna be interesting uh, seeing how they go moving forward. Like, I didn't see all, all of SmackDown, but I just did see the Imperium. I think it was um Heavy Machinery they were coming in the ring, and then that's when Walter and all them came in there and attacked and attacked all attacked those guys. We getting this um little NXT UK flavor in the mix too. So, but I don't know. It's, it's, it's gonna be interesting seeing how this all plays out but moving forward. Yeah, I just you know I'm not a fan of main roster coming to NXT unless it's benefit the NXT stars like. Let's say Tyler Breeze, he came back, you know, to NXT. Even though somebody mm-hmm. came solo wise, it's like, oh, good to see you. And they go back to the main roster. I just don't, 
like to see a lot of them down there because it feels like it's more of a USA thing versus actually mm-hmm. just being a natural thing happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I said. Mm-hmm. And that kind of leads, yeah, yeah. And that kind of leads us into the um this week's NXT show. Like I said, but you know, people showing up on Raw and SmackDown. I knew people were gonna end up, you know, showing up on NXT. And lo and behold, we get the OC attacking the Undisputed Era. Now that's now that's a feud I would, you know, whether it's Survivor Series or whatever it was, I I would be down for the OC versus you know the Undisputed Era. So the show kind of kicks off, and they're backstage attacking attacking those guys. And of course, the OC comes out to the ring. And everything, and then eventually we get, you know, Champa coming out to the ring. And I love how he was talking about, you know, like how, you know, this is the main roster, you know, because, you know, NXT is, you know, it's grown so much over the years. Like it's gone from like a competition style, style show. So he feels like this is, you know, the main roster. And basically we led to basically, you know, setting up a six person tag. They basically challenged them to a six person tag team match. We had Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, Champa versus the OC. Um, how do you feel about this whole little opening segment? With all the, all um, I kind of figured, you know, they was going to come down there. And like I told you, I was like, it's odd to see them coming down the ramp. If they come and attack, it should be, you know, through the crowd. But I'm glad how they you know, mm-hmm. came in. A little more but, mysterious. more mysterious to it. Right, because it's so small. It's like, it just weaves just coming from the back. Like, I don't need to see that. They come from the crowd. But I like how they attacked them. And then we saw the end of the night. But the whole thing with Champ, it's weird seeing him tagging up with people. But, um. It really is. He's, he's, he's like he's been like a loner and everything. Yeah. He's supposed to be doing all the stuff with Johnny. Now he's kind of being more like you know, Billy and Riddles. It is kind of weird. He, he doesn't seem like himself like he was before. I, I mean, I know he had a baby and all that stuff, you know. But it's like it don't. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like the same vicious Tommaso Champa back in the state. I feel more like oh, he's daddy's home, but it's like really daddy's here versus this, you know the badass son of the bitch that we knew a year before. Now, do you think once we're finished with all this, you know, stuff going on for Survivor Series War Games, you think we'll get that chomp? Because I got a feeling we will. I think he, they're just kind of maybe doing this just solely for this, you know, matches for Survivor Series and, of course, the stuff with War Games and everything. You think after that, we'll see him, you know, get back into the title picture and get back to being that more vicious chomper that we've seen, you know, earlier this year? I, I, I think we so. will. I hope so. It'd be nice. I mean, just daddy's character, you know, daddy's kind of home. I, I just not into mm-hmm. it. Like, I'm a huge fan of it, but I'm just not like, I'm not trying to be negative on NXT mm-hmm. or AEW. It just, you know, sometimes it's just negative spots, you know, I see. But no, overall, it's like, okay, he just returned. So maybe, like what you just said, after this whole thing happened, they just mm-hmm. basically easily easing him in back to easing like the main story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So mm-hmm. I can see. And that just set up real nice. It kind of easing back because the picture, you know, he seems like, oh, you know, he's more relaxed and he's more laid back. He's kind of, you know, nice, you know, daddy's home and everything. And bam, he goes back to that old chopper, you, you know, and gets, you know, he, you know, gets back to going after, um, going after Goldie and everything. So I think definitely after this, you know, Survivor Series and War Games, hopefully, fingers crossed that we get the old chopper that we all love. Right. It was one of the best heels in the business, you know. I mean, he was like amazing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. Oh. Okay, so we get our first matchup of the night. We get Pete Dunn taking on uh Damian Priest. Um, very good match. How'd you how'd you like this one? It was pretty good. I don't know. Every time I see Damian Priest, I tune out of his like matches, but I I like this one. It was pretty good. I mean, we know Pete Dunn what he's all about. 
And he basically put him over during this match. And I, I know Pete done won, but it was just like, it was more to say, hey, we have this badass Damian Priest. I mean, he does, he's a big guy doing high five moves or whatever, but overall, mm-hmm. I, I'm not into his character, but like this match, it was a good match. It was a good opener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, the last couple of weeks, they've been, you know, kind of with the opener. They've been getting back to that. That was one of the things we always talk about. They used to have hot openers. Like the last several weeks, they've had really solid opening matches. And this was another one. Yeah. Now, correct, now, correct me if I'm remembering correctly. Did Killian Dane get involved in this match toward the end? I think he yeah, did. Yeah. Well, this was my favorite part, actually. So, Killian Dane, you know, he's a rise and he dumps Priest out and then he goes to destroy Dunn and that's when Priest come back in the ring and then him and Dane start brawling because they both want Pete Dunn. Um, and I'm just like, okay, cool. <laughs> like They just want to beat the crap out of him. And so I don't know if they shaping out to be a triple threat match or maybe a tag team and they bring Tyler Bate back in the picture. We might have that at War Games. I mean, that's what it looked like to me. That's what, it's, uh, that's what I'm saying too. I could mm-hmm. definitely sign me up for that. I think that would be a very good Oh yeah! Now that match could be fifteen minutes tops. Oh, 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 oh! Without question, without question, they would they would all burn the house down on that one. That'd be one of those ones that could steal the show. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, up next we got Tanara taking on Santana Garrett. This is, now we've now we've seen her appearances in um NXT before, like off and on, but she wasn't like, officially like signed to NXT. So this was her first match as an active part of the um. Mm. NXT roster. The last time I remember seeing her, I believe it was last summer, around July or so, around the summertime. I can't mm. remember who she was facing, but um, that was the last time I remember them seeing her. Uh. So, um, like I said, this match, you know, I was fucking up bad because you know, Santana Garrett, she's got so much talent and so much potential. When we've seen her in WoW, we've seen her. She was in TNA. We've seen her on the Indies and everything. She's like a star. She's somebody they could definitely. Build her. <sighs> this match it didn't do anything for her. I was, I was very disappointed there. How do you feel? This match was horrible, and it wasn't her yeah. or Tanera. It was no. it wasn't them both. It just it was no chemistry there, really. No, and I was very disappointed with this one. It, it was more of a like, why does Santana Garrett gotta lose every time she's an NXT? She lose a match. Like I right. just don't understand. And she screamed a baby face, or maybe this is they wearing. You know, I mean, they did do this with Carmella and other girls in the, you know, in the past. Like, oh, you know, they lose and then they start winning. And I'm wondering, like, what if they start like a, a I know this is horrible. I don't know how it, it would impact her. It's like she just keep losing and she finally win one. But she don't, mm-hmm. she don't scream that to me. Like, I was just trying to think like how to like put her over. She screams baby face. I think, mm-hmm. I know I'm jumping ahead. But like the Golden Cow, like let's say the whole thing with Baszler, if she keep losing and losing, you know, it doesn't affect her because, you know, she's a strong baby face. And when she mm-hmm. finally wins, you know, she wins the big one. But with Santana mm-hmm. Garrett, like they could do so much with this lady. It's just ridiculous they don't. I mean, NXT, uh, we always give them props, you know, with, you know, building up superstars. I, I know this is her official debut, so we got to give her a little bit of time. Hopefully we get to mm-hmm. see her more. Mm-hmm. But it's like they could have gave maybe introduce her in a tag team match and did build up a one on one, but it was just more like they didn't have chemistry. And I guess it was to showcase um the other chick I forgot her name right now the black belt. It's Tanara. Okay, and it was just it it wasn't necessary on this car honestly. Yeah, I mean, like I say, I, I like I 
I said, it wasn't necessary at all. I did not like this at all. Like I said, like I said, they, they could be doing. I was happy to see Santana. I was like, finally, they're finally gonna use her. And I was like, like I said, the chemistry was off. It just was not a good spot. It was very awkward. And I know when Jay listened. Oh, actually, he's in the chat room. I know oh, he, yeah. his heart is broken because he. Was I know he loves. He loves it. It wasn't their fault. It, wasn't. it just No, not at all. No, 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 no. You know how Nakamura and Seth Rollins had a match. It was like, oh my God, it should be a good match. It just kinda awkward because their styles clash. It was in this type mm-hmm. of match. I, I mean, I'm not saying their matches on this level, but I'm just saying like the awkwardness, you can tell something was off with those two. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, before yeah. before that, Chris though, we skipped something. Dakota Kai, she was interviewed basically about the whole her whole match with Shayna Baszler. When they interviewed about Curry, I thought her match was next, like this one was. I was like, okay, it's next. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was odd. It was yeah. really odd. And it's like, oh, her match later tonight. I was like, so why is she at the curtain? <laughs> why are they interviewing her? Yeah, why are they interviewing her now? They should, they should wait for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I understand why they did that. I mean, they should have did that right, you know, before a match, not, you know, have this match, then, you know, interview her beforehand. That was kind of off. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. But like I said, hopefully, like I said, we see some more. Like I said, this is the first time, you know, we've seen her as part of, like, the active roster. So hopefully, you know, they have better things in store for her. Cause they could do a whole lot with her down there. I know they got a lot of women down there. and They're doing a lot of things with some of the other more bigger names down there. But like I said, Santana Garrett could definitely be in the picture if they build her up the right way. So. You know who she could start off with and she probably can help them? I know y'all not gonna like this. Uh, Aaliyah and the, the other girl, they heels. Like, oh, get, um, you know, just give her. Oh, Vanessa, Vanessa Born. Yeah, Born. Thank you. Like, that would be, that would be, you know what I'm saying? That would be good. Like, she could help them. You know, she's a veteran, so she knows what she's yeah, doing in the ring. Yeah. So it's like, do that with her versus just have her losing to random people. You're not gonna build up. I will say they was building up, uh, Tanaj. They're not even building up this chick. They're not building they're her not, up, no. so why she's have been her on there, But they're not really doing anything with her. Yeah, the last time she had some importance is with the whole thing with Undisputed Era. And that was a long time mm-hmm. ago at this that point. That was a long time ago. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah, so wow. it was odd for her to lose it. But, well, but we can get off of that because I, I know Jay's heart is breaking. I know, I know. Yeah, we're going to continue to break it. Sorry. But yeah, that's definitely a good idea. I, I like that idea, you know, with um, Ali and uh, Vanessa. That could be something that could work. But, um, on to the next match. Uh, we got Dakota Kai versus Shayna Baszler. Like I said, we know these two have had history back and forth, you know, down in NXT right before she, um, she got hurt earlier at the, the end of last year. But, um, how do you feel about this match? I, I enjoyed it. I love this match. Favorite match of the night so far. I was like, she screams baby face. I just love Dakota Kai. Mm-hmm. She just it, even when she like first came back, I was like, okay, I'm ready for, it, I'm ready for. It. I think she still had like test the waters, but now in mm-hmm. this match, okay, like I said earlier, with the whole losing, like I can see her keep losing the base, and then she finally win. That would be a great story at a takeover. I think if her and Baser, um have a match, mm-hmm. basically a storyline. Like I guess like the whole thing with um, Cody. If if I don't win, I can never get an opportunity at the title again. I think they could do it with these two, Baser and Dakota Cobb. They have so much chemistry with each other. It's not even funny. Like they, they know each other. And Baser, she um I'm sorry, Dakota Cobb helps Baser too. Like normally Baser mm-hmm. helped the baby faces, but to me in this scenario, it felt like Dakota Cobb helping Baser to me, as far as like being more of a, a badass heel. Or maybe they helping each other. But you know, normally we say Baser, like Amber Moon. She helped Amber Moon. 
you know, to be like mm-hmm. reliable, oh, you know, time. in NXT, you know, like let's say uh, a Bailey, for example, Bayes are normally helped the baby face get over. Maybe she helped Dakota Kai in the past, but in this match, you could tell Dakota Kai was helping Baszler, and I mean, it was a very good match, back and forth, told the story, what the whole knee, the kicks, I mean, of course, Baszler won, but I would love to see her mm-hmm. take over, she win the title for Baszler, I think that would be a nice baby face storyline, like how we had Kofi and Brian, like, do something with these two, if Baszler doesn't lose the title to uh, uh, Rhea Ripley or something like that. That might be a good storyline, too, but this, I think, Will be a good storyteller as far as a babyface getting over even more with the title. Yeah, I was just, just getting ready to say, like, so if they continue to build, you know, build off of this and build up, you know, the storyline and everything, they could definitely, you know, build up to a title match and eventually have, you know, Dakota Kai take the title off. Yeah, or, like it, I said, this whole storyline would come, come full, full, it would come full circle and it would be a beautiful thing. And it would, like I said, it would benefit both, you know, it would elevate Dakota Kai even more as a, you know, that. Big time baby face. It, it definitely would, and I think like, cause you need. I mean, women. I mean, down there they have a lot of good story, but I like, like for like this mm-hmm. has been what maybe what two years since basically been down. There, I believe mm-hmm. two years. Mm-hmm. So it's Just like, mm-hmm. yeah. So they could build up a storyline because we know that we could put oh, on definitely. great video packages and the matches could be crappy, but their matches been good. I'm just saying, for example wise, mm-hmm. but they could just go back in history. And basically, she had finally beat Baze. I can't remember she ever beat Baze. I don't think she has. So I don't think she has. No, yeah, I, don't I don't think, think so. she ever won. Well, on NXT TV, we actually saw live events don't count. But it, it'd be a good storyteller, yeah. I think, have her on a takeover. If they want to go that route. If they want to go that route. That's a definitely should be something that you should um, explore down the line. Like I said, that would, that would, like I said, get her over even more. I'd be for it, you know but finally coming over, you know, all the obstacles, you know, being injured yeah. and everything and dealing back and forth with Shayna. That would be perfect. I'd sign me up for that. Even, I mean, I think her and Rhea would be good too, but I think this would be even better. Because I think it's a better story. Rhea, Rhea Ripley is like a badass heel to me. She don't come off as a face to me at all. Like, when I see her with these other No, she's, she's not. She's just weird to me. And I, I get the whole Survivor. I'm sorry, wrong pay-per-view. War Games. I get the whole concept, you know, Baszler versus her. I get. It, I guess it's a dream match between these two. But honestly, I don't think the match will be great between them. It might be pretty good, but it's like, I wonder if they styles class. Because normally, when Baszler have an opponent, it's flippy flip. You know, did she beat up? She's a brawler. They both brawl. So it's mm-hmm. like, how would that come you know, down full circle? Like, Would that be a good pairing for each other? In the, in the match? Mm-hmm. I, I, think it, I don't know. Yeah, I think it I think if I think it's done correctly, it could be, but I don't think it would be as good as like her and Dakota. That's just yeah. like this, like money and that and that's you. Maybe like a street fight or something like some type of simulation on the match with those two would work, but like a a pure wrestling match, it will go Dakota Kai and Baszler. As far as like a great storyline. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, most definitely. And of course, after the match, we got, you know, some of the women, you know, from the war games match get involved. We got, um, Candice LeRae and, um, what's her name? Bianca Belair. They all came out there and Los Shirayo all out there brawling and everything. And of course, uh, Mia Yim comes up there. She comes up there with the kendo stick, swinging the kendo stick. She's Sandman. That's the new Sandman. Yeah, you're basically, <laughs> yeah, she's the Sandman. That's Sandman, uh, uh, Seth Daughter. She comes out yeah. there. 
<laughs> beat up. And honestly, I forgot about her. I was like, oh, was okay, the whole cops gonna be the, the, you know, the never member. Okay, we already know who's going to win. I was like, oh, well, she came. I was like, oh, I totally forgot about you. <laughs> That's one thing NXT does occasionally. You'll forget about a person and then they be. Right, it'd yeah. be a nice surprise sometimes. And sometimes you'd be like, oh, I already forgot you worked here. Mm-hmm. You do, you do. And then, of course, you know, they announced later on in the night that, uh, or Rhea Ripley basically announced that she's going to be on on her team for uh, War Games. So it's going to be me, Yim, it's going to be Candice LeRae, it's going to be Tegan Knox, and uh, Rhea Ripley. And, of course, you know, they were talking um, that Dakota Kai back there. She seemed very, very disappointed. Pointed. That now, was you, now, awesome. That whole segment was, was awesome. It was very. I, I love that. That was like it was like beautiful. I was like perfect. And I, said, then, I love that. And, and then and then you could hear the crowd going, "Oh, like that." Oh, was, I know. Yeah, it was I a put great that. Story I was like, oh, oh, oh. that was like perfect. My my thing is okay. Like I know the whole Baser thing. That's my dream match. I want them to. But it's like now, like because I'm I'm trying to remember correctly. In war games, you can have up the many teams you can. So, what right. if they go? I mean, I don't know who the hell would be her partner, or maybe you know how we got the both forgotten sons like that. So maybe what if, what if Dakota Kai actually wants to be in this match and she get legends to be her tag team partners, you know? And then she feel like, oh, I need to be in this match. What if like Trish come back, for example? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if she go out and scout some individuals, and they basically, you know, end the match, and we have like three sets of teams. That could be, I mean, they could definitely do something like that. Cause like I say, that leaves that, they, they leave the void there. Like I said, she's in the team. I mean, she round up her own little crew and said, okay, yeah. I'll show you guys what I can that's do. That's a lot of that people. Would, that, would, but, that's, that's, that is a lot of people, but yeah. it would definitely kind of shake things up and make things kind of interesting. Cause she's kind of the odd person out here. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to remember. I'm just put it every day. When the, oh, Roger Strong was with them. Okay, it was two teams. Well, Strong was with them. I don't yeah. know why mm-hmm. I thought it was three teams. What the hell I get three? Was it four people or five people? It was four people, right? Yeah, it was the the war war raiders with people. War raiders, yeah. And but now I'm thinking of another one too. Yeah, it was, was a, like AOP. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it blends in, but too. yeah, I'm trying to remember. I know, yeah, yeah, I, I know, I know, I know. I'm trying, I'm trying to think back too. Yeah, I know. Like I know, it's been two sets of teams, but I'm trying to think of the original one. If I could go back the far. Was it three sets? I might need Jay have one as well. Is it three sets? Of, can it can it be three sets of teams? If that is the case, you know Dakota Kai could get four more women. But why not just have five on five? I, they easily. I mean, I wouldn't put them in the match. But uh, one of the Baser uh, lackeys, they could get in the match. I'm, I'm so glad they're not in the match. But I'm just saying, you I'm could do five they're on they're five. If, they're, not, mean, they're not ready for that. Definitely. I mean, I get you know me and um. It, it tells a story, you know, like she has with Shayna Baszler. I get that. But it's like, it's more inter- interesting when you had Dakota Kai in the match. But I guess, like, they're going to set something up. Or maybe she turned the heel. You know, maybe just decide, like, I'm done get pushed over. And her best friend, was uh, Tina Knott, she looked like she was laughing. I'm just like, really? Like, you, your friend basically get booted out. She leaves Dakota Kai. She's crammed, whatever. And then she just sitting there smiling. So what the hell was that? So if we see right, the color guy right. come heal, we know why. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Crazy, 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 crazy. But um, that that's gonna be very interesting to see how that ends up playing out. 
Yeah, yeah. All right. Up next, we had uh, Tony Nice taking on Angel Garza, where the winner gets the uh, NXT Cruiserweight title match against uh, Leo Rush. Um, how do you feel about this one? Uh, first thing, I guess you bitch listen to the podcast because uh, you get your cruiserweights back on the show. Yes, <laughs> you must be listening. Thank you, Triple H, for listening. <laughs> but uh, the match, it was. Uh, I'm trying to remember the match. Oh, okay, yeah, that's the one with the um, the duo a showboat. I like him. He seemed like a douchebag. Uh, Gaza. Yeah, does. I like him. <laughs> well. Angel, he plays, that's He's a good heel. Angel, yeah, Angel. Yeah, it was a good match between them two. I mean, it was just to showcase him and Tony Nese. I mean, he took he took a pin, but it was worth it. It just basically did get over Angel. And of course, like, he gets an um, opportunity at uh, the Cruiserweight Championship, I believe, next week. So that should be a fun match with those two. I like how they have Leo Rush. Like, they kind of not make him have so many matches on NXT now. I guess it's more like it's supposed to be a special when he defends the title on NXT. It feel like that's going to be like the TV title might change hands more than the other titles to me. But uh, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I like I like the concept of having these two going against each other. But I, I do see Leo Rush retaining, but it's going to be some type of screwy finish. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it's definitely going to be a screwy finish. And I, and I love how, like I say, at the end of the back, he walked up the ramp and Leo Rush tried to shake his hand, and he snapped him right across his face. I said, man. I said, woo. Okay. But he plays up that heel kind of cocky, douchey arrogant. He plays that role very, very well. I mean, he could definitely be a big time heel down there for them. He really could. He looked like he could be a face, too. He kind of reminded me of uh, ADR, uh, Bertha Dorito, a, a tab, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can see that a little bit. Yeah, but, uh, yeah definitely. But yeah, but yeah, that's next week for the Cruiserweight uh, title that's going to be on uh, TV next week. Leo Rush versus. Andrew Garza. That should, that should be a good match. Yeah, I think that probably main event the show. I can see that. Oh, open the show. Oh, open the show. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, let's see. Up next, uh, we had Isaiah Swerve Scott taking on Dominic Dajakovic. Wow. Um, this match was way better than I was expecting it to be. I thought this was going to be like a squash type match where Dominic was going to beat him, you know, in a couple of minutes or something like that. But wow, this was a Better match than I was expecting it to be. I did not expect this kind of match from these two. I, how do you feel about this? It was a good match. I mean, I didn't, I didn't see the one, two, three coming like quickly during this match, so I was okay with it. I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, because you don't need to do that to Isaiah. You're building him up for your future mm-hmm. NXT opportunity as the North American Championship or the NXT Championship. But uh, overall, the match was good. I just mean, this big guy versus little guy. And they have a lot of chemistry, and I love how he was taunting um, Donovan, uh, him, like, feast your eyes on me, and he beat him up, and uh, he had offense, uh, Swerve did. And it was back and forth, and of course, Donovan Dajak won the match. I mean, that's, it's supposed to be that way, so I wonder what they're going to continue oh, yeah. with this, or they're going to go another round with uh, Swerve. Yeah, I don't know what route they're gonna go, but I wouldn't mind seeing these two uh, mixed up again. And they definitely worked well together. And like I said, they definitely exceeded my expectations. I really wasn't expecting much from this match, but it turned out to be, you know, pretty good, pretty good match between these two. They they really worked well together. Cool, cool. And on to our main event, uh, six man tag team 
match. We got Keith Lee take, um, with Matt Riddle and Ciampa taking on the OC in the main event. How do you feel about this? It was a good brawl back and forth. I mean, it's basically to showcase of adversaries. Hey, this is what we can do, do in NXT. Welcome to NXT, you know, the OC. And then we know AJ Styles. You know, we know what he could bring. Oh, and oh, then oh, Gallows yeah. and Luke, you know, well, that's his name. Luke Gallows and Anderson, sorry. And it was a good match, you know, of course, to the very end. Um, no contest. Cause I think you had interference from, um, Adam Cole, baby. And then, yeah. like, and then you had Finn Balor. And then, like, I love how it went back and forth. And, and then you got, um, wait, hold up, wait, 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 I'm missing somebody. Uh, no, AJ, no, it was AJ Styles, Finn. They was doing the whole symbol. And then that's when Adam Cole came out and attacked him mm-hmm. and the Super Kids. And it's basically, Oh, and then he um he hit Champa too. That's what it was. And then basically he sat in the ring and Finn Balor's on the ramp or whatever. I like how Finn Balor came down. Um, it felt like NXT is listening to certain podcasts now as far as like having like more of a chaotic thing. Cause you know, NXT always been like kinda standard. You get matched, you get for you everything having a takeover. Now they having a lot of interference. I mean, of course it's probably survivor series. But it, it's just like I like how they're going a little bit edgy with it, a little bit uh, for uh, USA, because you know it's more structured down there versus like on the main roster, oh. just oh, random definitely. stuff happening. Yeah. But uh, I really liked the ending of the match. It was a good match. I mean, I wish you would have had a winner, but of course you're not because it's a Survivor Series, and they don't want to make you know the teams look bad. No. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. But overall, like I said, I, I enjoyed the show. It definitely, you know, was a solid show this week. Yeah. Um, How would you grade it overall? Uh, I give it, um, it wasn't bad. Um, I give it a B, a regular B. B is a boy. Yeah, I give it a B. It was a good match. Um, it's just that Santana Gary match wasn't needed. Uh, no. Unfortunately. Uh, I like it's it's basically building up Survivor Series, and I like what they're doing with the women. Uh, one thing you missed though, Chris, because I didn't know either. I just looked it up. Uh, next week, Lo Shirai, uh, versus Me and Yum in the ladder match, and whoever wins will get the advantage at War Games. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that is right. That that that's gonna be a good match. Right? Yeah. So yeah, like like this is random. You don't need a ladder match, but okay. NXT, I go along. NXT, with it. I go along with it. You know, you know. <laughs> We'll, 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 we'll trust that next week. You know, I think they'll, they'll hold it down. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was a good episode. I liked it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, I wanted to talk about, uh, War Games real quick. Uh, like I said, we got the, right now we just got the two matches, the team, you know, we got the, um, women's War Game match. We got, uh, Rhea Ripley with her team with Candice DeRay, Tegan Knox and Mia Yim. And then we got Shayna, Losha Rod, Bianca Belair. She still got one spot. Left on her mat on for her team, and of course you got the undisputed era taking on uh, Chomper, Riddle, Keith Lee, and he's got you know one remaining spot on his team as well. Now those will be you know big matches, but normally NXT they normally do about like five matches on the card. Um, I'm trying to think what other matches could we see? Could we see like Balor versus Gargano as a possible match, or, or um, what other match you think we might possibly see on this card? Um. I think if you do Johnny and Finn, see, it just happens. So I, I don't know if they want to wait to the next pay-per-view. 
to have them on. Mm-hmm. I mean, they might do it. You think they might, get, you think they might kind of get forgotten because you got two big war games matches that might match yeah. how, you know, have the same feeling to it? A, a tab, but it's like, you don't need that match yet unless Finn is going to be on that team and Balor. I mean, I'm sorry. Balor is Finn. Finn Balor will be on Adam Cole team and then Johnny will be on champion team. They could do that. True. Yeah, they could do that. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Back up. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm sorry. Who is on Adam Cole team for War, War Games? Is it his? Is it? Is it all four of them? Just, uh, or was it three of them? Yeah, yeah, that's all four of them. Bob. Yeah, it's all four of them. Bobby Fisher, Kyle Riley, and uh, Roger Crone. It's all, it's all four of them. Okay. Oh, oh, no, you were saying that Champa team needed uh, one more man and then the women's Yeah, Champa team. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's how I was like. Yeah, both, 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 five, yeah, both. Okay. I wasn't yeah, both of that, both of that team. team needs one more member, and then uh, Tompa's team needs one more member. Okay, my bad. I was just, oh, you can just add them, you know, to that match. I think my bad. I thought you meant Cole, uh, Adam Cole. I was like, that's weird. I was like, why are all of them not in the match? Okay, but um, yeah, I, yeah, they, they are all in the match, but they, but they, but like I said, Tompa and them, they just got the one kind of vacant spot for both of their teams. And it's only like so those are only two matches that's listed so far for the card. Uh, they probably put in like um, a UK match. They might do it. I can see that. Most of them would be used for uh, Survivor Series, which is, in, I think, the night after Revolution mm-hmm. next is on Saturday. And so mm-hmm. I can see a lot of them not be on that show. It might be like a four-match car, or maybe I wouldn't do three, but uh, probably a four to five, like you said earlier. But I don't know what I would add to it. Um, It would be nice if we get a, a debut or somebody on that particular show, but I doubt we get that. Uh, I don't know. Like most of the individuals you have, they are in the match already. And then if you do other yeah, matches, uh, yeah, I don't know what they could do. Literally, all your champions is in the match, so it's that's weird. what I'm saying. So you can't really have any like you know title matches or anything like that. So like I said, I don't know what unless you um let's say throw a cruiserweight, let's say throw a cruiserweight title on match on there maybe. You know, I could see that, and maybe a tag match, or um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had wins. the four, four matches. You had the two big war games matches, a cruiserweight title match, and throw like a tag team match on there sometime. Yeah, and I feel like one of the war games will open up the show, probably the men, and it had the women. Probably so. Because mm-hmm. the war game matches they last a long time, so you gotta think about. They that do, too. they do. So you don't want to have a whole lot of other matches on the card. That's gonna be like your main focus. You can have like, this other two other matches to kind of. Round the card out, basically. Yeah, and and my thing is, you didn't need to put the men in the war game. They could just left it for the women this year. You know, it just yeah, they could have. That that, that woman would have been the focus of the war game this year. Yeah, uh, it's just gonna be all right. It's like remember, well, we still got the, the two hell in the cell matches. It's, it's still weird seeing that. Like one is enough, mm-hmm. but I guess mm-hmm. we we'll see what happens. But that is a good question. Like who? I guess it would be. Maybe they'd take out Roger Strong at this match and then maybe put Finn in it if they want him in it. Um, mm-hmm. Or maybe they would have Finn versus Gargano at World Game, but some type of screwy finish happens. Yeah, what they could, I, I say, I don't know how um, close he is to coming back. What if they had like Velveteen come back? He attacks Roger Strong. They have a North American title match, then you put Finn in there on um, on Adam Cole's team. You can do do it like that if he's if he's healthy. I don't know how. Severe his injury is. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. Yeah, that's like, hmm. Yeah, you could do. I like that too. 
Evil mm-hmm. or yeah. But mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I don't think Finn and them should have a one on match yet. Because I think we're going to hold games, on. Yeah. I mean, they might do it. But it's just like, you got other stuff that's like happening on the show. And sometimes it take over it and you won't remember that, you know, going back in history. So I think they should have their match. But they might will. I, I, honestly, I can't answer that question. I just don't know. With Finn Balor, I, I don't have no like predictions. I can't predict with Finn Balor no more. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, we, 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 we like that. It's kind of unpredictable. It's not predictable like, oh, you know, you're going to do X, Y, and Z. Mm, you know? Yeah. Now, who, I don't know who's going to be on Shane's team. Who's going to be the last one for Shane's team? That's going to be interesting. Uh, like, do you turn Dakota Cahill? Is she I was thinking about I was thinking about that. That would be very, I would be very, very interesting. Because she wants know, to be in the they match. turn her heel? Yes. That would be interesting. Turn her heel and join, you know, Shayna's team. That would kind of shake things up a little bit. Though we love her as a baby face, that would be interesting. Because, I mean, oh, you know, one thing we didn't talk about is, because, I mean, you got Bianca Belair on the team. You got Lo Rod. They both hate Baszler. So just add her to the team at this point. Yeah, that's, that's true. You got people, two people in there that don't, don't, aren't, you know, not fond of her, obviously. Right. So, I mean, if she doesn't, if she's not the person, which I think she will be, uh, not shame the people. I'm trying to think who else is NXT. Hmm. Come over as a heel. I, I doubt they do this. This is a random name. Uh, maybe, um, Mickey Jane. I don't know how, you know, she's about to return, but I'm just saying, like, if you want a legend in the match, um, you could do it that way. But other than that, hell, what if it's, um, I'm trying to think. No, 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 you said for, it's for, um, Baser and T. What if, what if they get Ronda Rousey? <laughs> no, 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 that would, that would really shake things up. Yeah. That, would, that would be very interesting. Like, I mean, you know, they got, they got, of course, you know, they all, they go, they go back, they good friends and everything. Now, that would be interesting. I'd be like, wow. That would yeah. definitely put some extra spice to this match. I didn't even think about that. That'd be interesting. The one thing with this, this new generation of NXT, I call it two hours, is I can't predict, I, I lost my, like, ability to predict things. And sometimes it doesn't come true in NXT, but I'm just lost. Like, I don't know who, who could be her father. I'm just random. Guessing. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, it's it's, it's 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 hard it's hard to say. And like I said, it's definitely a good thing. So it's like, oh, they're gonna do this, oh, they're gonna yeah. do that, oh, this is gonna happen, oh, this feud is gonna happen, this person is gonna come back. Yeah. You, know, you kind of sit there because that's, that's one of the great things about you know the overall wrestling back in the day, the unpredictability. You know, anything can happen, unexpected, unexpected. Us as fans, we love that type of thing. Like, oh man, you know, we pleasantly surprised. You know. Something happened that we really like, so yeah. I think it's gonna be interesting. The one thing you know, I, I doubt this will ever happen. It, I would love if even Marie come back, but it's gonna happen. Oh, your, your girl, Hell. the Red Queen. <laughs> what if? I mean, I don't know. If she's returning. Even what? What if they get Nia Jax? You know, she pops up back on NXT. What if they go that route? That, that would be like, oh, I didn't that see that coming. That would be something too. Like I said, they bring it. Seem to be bring a lot of you know former NXT people back, so that would be mm-hmm. that would be something too. I mean, there's, there's possibilities, you know. And, and you know what? Oh, War Games. That's this we forgot to talk about in War Games. Please do not have the Raw SmackDown women or men come to the show and interrupt the show. It doesn't. It does not need to be needed. 
No, 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 Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, people forget about her. Yeah, right? yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's, forget about her over there on the UK show. That's that's right. They could bring her into. They, they could you bring, know bring, bring her over. Maybe, you know what? Maybe she would be their partner because she has beef with Rhea Ripley too. Maybe oh, she's yeah, that, that's that that's she, that's it, it gotta be it gotta be her though. That's that, uh, that's my pick. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, there you go. Rousey, if you guys have pain, please let us know. But yeah, that's please let please definitely let us know. Yeah, those now, 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 th- now th- I'm gonna throw this one at you too. Do you announce it like right away who their partner is, or do you wait till an actual event and make it a surprise and have them show up then? The second one, yes, surprise. That's that's, that's what I was thinking too. Let's like kind of build up that suspense and then have them show up at war games to like who their partner is. It just add to the suspense, I think. Yeah, I, I think it will work that way. I, I think Tony Storm has a face in NXT UK, but what the hell? I mean, at this point, she's like, I just want revenge or Rhea Ripley. She could go that route. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, she's on a different show now. She, that was on the UK show. She's on the regular NXT show now, so she got to come over there with a whole you know, new persona and everything. That would, that would be interesting. Yeah, so I just, just for this match itself, so... Again, I can see it could be Ronda. That's a long shot, but I'm just saying. Ronda that, that, Ronda's a long shot, but it um, would make Tony sense. Storm, Tony, I, I, I could definitely, Tony Storm, I could definitely see more Tony, Tony Storm, Storm or Dakota a, Kai. They could, either way. It feel like they planting the seeds with Dakota Kai, but I, you know, but it just one of yeah. two, the main yeah, two one, I can see. One of those things. Yeah, I'm going to, since you said took Tony Storm, I'm going to go Dakota Kai. They're going to go with the heel turn, and they're going to make it Dakota Kai. Yeah. I'm going to go with Dakota Kai. Either way, I think both of my theories. Either way, I'd, I'd be happy yeah. with it. It'd, it'd be a good look either way. Most definitely. Most yeah. definitely. Um, Anything else before we wrap up here? Anything else you want to discuss? Um, Real quick, I watched Power this week. Uh, It was a pretty oh, good how, show. Oh, how was it? Uh, you got the Dawsons defeated some nobodies, uh, to build them up. But we keep seeing, remember the girl in the blue tights? Um, I, I can't remember her name. Oh, Ashley Vaux. Vox. She yeah. had another match uh, against Thunder Rosa. That's the one, like, with the, the face paint. She kind of oh, reminded me of, uh, Rosemary, but she got the half of the face paint. Um, mm-hmm. that happened. And the whole storyline right now, remember a couple weeks ago, the champion, I can't remember her name. She basically said they not ready. Uh, her best friend, uh, Marty Bell, oh, and basically she turned. Yeah, yeah, she yeah she turned on her basically. Uh, with the help of um, uh, uh Thunder Rosa. That's her name actually. It's kind of weird saying. That. Oh yeah, yeah, that's my girl. I like, I like Thunder Rosa. Yeah, she's actually yeah. an MMA match over the weekend. I like, I like her. Oh, okay. I never heard of this girl before. I was trying to remember who she is, but I don't think I ever heard. Of I, her. I. I I never heard of her before either, but I got like an autographed picture for her in one of my little mystery boxes that I get, and I said, "Oh, what's this chick?" And I kind of looked her up and everything, started looking at some of her matches, and she's actually on Wow too. She's actually she's really good actually. Oh, uh, okay. I was she like, she looks familiar. On Wow, yeah, she has a different name on Wow. She goes by like Serpentine or something like that. But on Wow, she's um she's really good. I like her. Okay, I was just like, she looks familiar, but I can't place her. And uh, we had the uh, mm-hmm. two other three falls matches. Sparks defeated Eric Stevens. 
him and him and AWA. I'm sorry, NWA is is weird seeing uh, Aaron Stevens down there. Uh, but no, Ricky Spot he won the first fall, and then I think he won the game. Basically, he won overall. It was fun. The first fall, I think, is a, a new record. Like he won, I think, it was like under ten seconds. He won. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got the NWA national title match. Uh, Coco Banner defeated uh champion James Storm. Of course, it was like interference on the outside. Camille came out. Um, she got an R at R Anderson Jesus uh, Anderson face, and then like I guess James Storm got distracted by why she was down there, and you know at ringside. And then that, of course, Coco Banner's your new uh national title uh champion. And I'm like, okay, oh, awesome. My. Yeah, and then that was supposed to be ending the show. And then, like, you're like, no, no, we're not ending. Because early in the night, you had Homicide Eddie Kingston um, as uh, Dawson for a match. Basically, if they beat them, um, they can have, they still had a number one contender opportunity. So they basically want to get, you know, basically get back at the Dawson for beating them. So they put up their mm-hmm. title. Uh, Number one contendership on the line, and basically Homicide Eddie Day won. They beat the Dawson, so I guess they won and won now in NWA. Mm. Overall, it was a pretty good show, and of course with the interviews, and then we had Tom Storm. He was getting interviewed about you know his you know his recent losses. You know, I I think he went for the tag team times, yeah. And then of course the um the NWA title, um, and then uh, Nick Elders he came over there, took him to the sides like. Whatever you're thinking, you know, because in his face, like Tim Stone basically saying, he screams, Oh, I'm about to retire. He don't know what's next for him. And uh, Nick always mm-hmm. took him to the side and said, Hey, do not do that, honorable man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you need to stay in this company. This business, this company is here because of me and you, and you shouldn't leave. So I like how he got the cliffhanger of that. But overall, it was a good show. I mean, oh, they made an adjustment. The, the camera is up a little bit higher. So, Rob, base you got you got your wish. It's up higher. Now. <laughs> yeah. Once again, they did something. listen to the podcast. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's very, it's higher now. I mean, it still kind of looks weird, but I'm getting used to the setup of it, so I'm not, like, kind of screaming at the camera people no more. Like, why I keep seeing mm-hmm. now, I just ignore it. Because it's a studio type of setup, so I can't be too so, so It's different. You're not in an arena or stadium or anything like that, so you probably got to get used to, you know, you know, Filming, you know, you're not used to having a wrestling ring in a studio like that. You know, that's something they had back in the day. That's nothing we used to, you know, in, you know, 2019. So it's an adjustment period, I'm sure. Exactly. But the, I'm so glad they, like, level up, you know, the camera a little bit higher for you to see. Because at first, like, you literally see the, the top rope. And it was just, like, suck seeing that. So I'm glad they did that. But I have nothing else for you. Yeah, that's. That's all I got as well. Uh, did you want to give your four stars and crap you star for this week? Uh, for what show? <laughs> uh, 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 NXT. You just see um, NXT. I don't. I didn't even write it down for once. Um, just on top of my head. Ugh, damn, you put me on the spot. Um, I my, my number one star. I'm just gonna go to the order. Uh, okay. Look, uh, number one. I really like the whole thing with it's it's a it's a up and down um the Dakota Kai match so that would be my number one mm-hmm. and then the whole thing what happened with her you know like getting booted out she's not in the match blah, blah blah uh my number two star I guess it gotta go with um the cruiserweight uh number one contender match my number three 
would be the uh the not switched up, sorry. Uh Dollar for Dodget match number two. Number three is a cruiserweight. Number four, it would be the Keith Leaf match. That was a really good match. Um and then my half a star uh I don't have I don't have a half a star this week actually. Uh Crappy Star is, you know, the Santana Gary match, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. all I got for you. Okay, and for me, uh, number four, of course, the Shayna and Dakota Kai match. Like I said, those two tell a great story, have great chemistry, work <laughs> really well together. Uh, number three, I really like the Dunn and Priest match. I thought they worked, you know, their style worked well together. Uh, number two, the main event with the OC versus Riddle Trompa and um, Keith Lee. But that was a good match. And number one, like I said, this match was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. The um, Isaiah and Dominic Dodger-Covid match. I wasn't expecting anything from that match. And they really surprised me and really put on a solid effort. And of course, just like you with the, um, the crappy start, uh, unfortunately, with the Santero Garrett match. Like I said, hopefully, they, you know, this, this isn't like, you know, a sign of things that come with her. Hopefully, it's just a one bad out. And hopefully, they actually start doing some stuff with her, start building her up. Like I said, I think that would be a good idea. Like the whole Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah. I think that would be a good way to bring her on, you know. Feed with feed with them would be good for her, I think. So yeah, that's my four stars in the crappy one for this week. Cool. Cool. All right, another show in the books. Uh, anything you like to plug? We get about here. Um, you guys could check out the Keaton J Show on Twitter, SoundClouds, whatever else you can find. My show is K E D A letter N J A Y Show. And uh, this past week, me and Chris and uh, Mr. J. Giles, we uh, celebrate our 200th episode. Uh, that episode should be out uh, before this one, so you guys could check it out. And then uh, episode, what's that, 19 Rob was on? I finally posted that on SoundCloud. Yeah. I called it, I think mm-hmm. I called it the special look or basically just the, you know, people who never heard of our show, they can like, uh, who listen to Kia J. Show, they don't know about our show. They have a special, you know, uh, look to that episode with me and you and Rob did a really good episode. And, um, mm-hmm. other than that, um, we'll be back next week. I don't have no other plugs. I might be missing something. I just don't know at the moment because I'm just sick. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. All good. All right, guys. As far as I'm concerned, you can follow me on Twitter at Moneymaker Chris, as well as Instagram DC Sports Fan Twenty Three. Uh, check out my group page, EWF, the Western Fan Society. We normally do threads for Ron to pay for views. Um, check out my writing on medium.com slash at Moneymaker. If you want to support me on Patreon, Patreon.com slash Moneymaker Chris. You can check out my Facebook page. For my writing, the cash in, as well as football and friends, for all my football talk, um, do my weekly, uh, fall picks as well. Uh, check out my products I have for sale, uh, storefrontier.com slash writer315. I got stuff up on there, as well as teesprings.com slash store slash, uh, moneymaker press. I also got some, um, individual stuff I got. I got some pins, wristbands, towels that I sell individually. So hit me up if you're interested in any of that as well. And, that's all I got for you. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Uh, last words from me for this episode. Um, oh, this is actually was news. Uh, it was someone's wedding on Twitter. That was awesome. They basically came out as a couple, as um, Kyle and Riley, the Unspeed Era. They did that music. That was cool seeing that. 
Oh, nice. Oh, that I was awesome. That. That's awesome. Yeah, I sent it to you. It was cool seeing it. So that's my last words is WWE actually still, you know, there's still something about, you know, you had people doing stuff, wrestling and everybody, even though they love wrestling. So my last words is people love wrestling. Peace out. <laughs> hey, I like it. I'm going to leave it at that. People love wrestling. Peace out, guys.